Welcome back to episode 21 of Check for Traps. Last time, our crew of legendary heroes, slayers of foes and seekers of truth, ran a restaurant. Things didn't go too poorly as they managed to keep their heads afloat. One customer did catch their eye though, a gnome with some blue hair and frosted tips. After an encounter with him and Slick slipping some potions to him, they subdued him only to find evidence that he was actually a member of the Blue Paw. Acting quickly, they went to the inn, down comfort, rented a room, and readied themselves for an interrogation. Let's find out what information they can learn. So, Roscoe, you walk off into the room where the other three and the... I'm sorry, Rizzo. I said Roscoe. My I really bad. should have named myself something else. <laughs> it's, it's, it is a little bit confusing. Uh, but walking into the room, you do see that they have the individual that you found his name to be Lance, I believe. You found that yes. information out. Yeah, okay. Um, you find Lance sitting with a very craftily tied rope. Fasten him to a table with a candle sitting on a shelf above him. And he is kind of... A table of, or a chair? Yeah, sorry, he's on a... What did I say, table? Yes. Oh, he's going to be one of table. those nights. Uh, chair. <laughs> he's in a chair. Oh, just, just confirm it. <laughs> Can I walk out? You want to walk out of the room? I want to walk out of the room. And, like, do you think there's... Is there, like, some chairs or tables outside of the room? No, no. so in my head, it's kind of like a hotel. Mm-hmm. You just have the hallway and with a bunch of doors going okay, down. This, but, like, what about inside the lobby? In the lobby, there'd be, like, kind of a little seating area okay. with some... I, w- I want to go out there, and I just want to kind of keep an eye out, you know? Okay, yeah, yeah, I got you. So you just kind of plop down, sit down, keep in a watchful eye. That's a good idea. Okay. <clears throat> Once he exits, I'm going to slowly close the door behind me, turn to these two, and tell them, hey, I took the lead on the last one, I feel like, so what are you guys' plans for Lance? I can charm Lance, maybe. I can try. You can try all right, I want to cast Charm Person you on wanna, he, he's, he hasn't. Well, he's starting to come to, so I guess we'll say he's starting to Can come to. Can I throw to. some cold water on his face? Yeah, he, there's, a, there's probably like a little... I mean, little he's already awake. I mean, water pitch. Was he awake? Uh-huh. I can't remember. Anyways, he's waking up. Well, he's waking up. Absolutely. <laughs> we'll just say he's waking up. Um, so you want to cast Charm Person. So uh, the spell, I have to beat a what now? Wisdom saving throw, and it is a 13. Oh, he rolled an 18. Oh, boo. Well. Okay, so. Uh, dang. So he, he what kind is of. What the, the surrounding buildings around the hotel? What are they? Uh, there is one is the leather walk. Leather walker. Leather worker to the right. And then there is a pet shop to the left. A pet shop. Mm-hmm. Correct. Is the pet shop open? Uh, at this point, no, because it's pretty late in the evening. You guys did dinner service and then came here, so it would probably be about 9.30-ish at night. Would so the lobby, most places are closed. Would the lobby have scissors? I, you could go find out. I want to go find out. Okay, so you walk out to the lobby, and you see uh, Daffy standing behind the, the desk, just kind of filling out some paperwork. She looks up and says, yes, sir, how can I help you? Yeah, I was just wondering if you had some scissors. Well, I, I believe I have some. Would you like to borrow some? Well, yes, please. Absolutely. She opens up a drawer and hands you a pair of scissors. All right. Cool. While he's gone, I want to... Um, Lance is looking very droggy up at you. I want to cra- uh, um, cast the spell Druidcraft. Okay. And I want to make it smell like spoiled milk. Ew. Just in his area, though. Okay, yeah, right around, because I believe it's a five-foot cube. Uh, yeah. that you could control yeah so you just see his nose kind of 
Royal in and he's just just trying to keep his, his face together. <laughs> That's all. Okay. All right. So you have your scissors. Uh, I'm coming back to the room. Okay. While he's gone, is there anything you'd like to do, Rizzo? I think I'm going to just hang back on this one and watch, see if I can't learn something from my comrades here. So he's, his, uh, his face is kind of becoming, he's becoming aware of his situation. You had him knocked out, and he was also, the, the effects of the potion have worn off by this part, you know, are gone. So he can kind of see, and he's starting to put shapes together. And his eyes just kind of start to narrow as he looks at Sassafras. Doesn't say a word. I'm just, like just totally, looking. I'm not being mean. I'm I'm mm-hmm. my happy normal self. Just like he's just he's just looking at you, and then his eyes kind of go over to Rizzo, and then you can tell he's just looking around the room, but doesn't say anything. And yeah, we enter the room. I don't want to enter the room. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in the room. All right, you're in the room. Hey, Rizzo. Yes, sir. Drop his pants. Oh my. We're going straight there? Yes. Drop his uh, pants. Well, Lance, uh, <laughs> looks like it's about to be bad times for you. So, uh, before we start doing this, uh, we right in assuming you're part of this wolf's paw? Blue wolf's paw? He Blue doesn't say anything. Anything? No? Hey, uh, well, go ahead and roll me... Let's do an intimidation check with that. I won't, I won't say he's so stoic that he's... <laughs> okay. Yeah. No. He he doesn't say anything. He just he's real scared of you. Yeah. He, his face is pretty. St- I mean, this guy has obviously seen some stuff. He, even though he might look like Lance from. So, uh, I want to build a, a fire in the if there's a fireplace or something. I want to build a fire. Okay. Uh, so yeah, you're sitting there building a fire. No problem. All right. Um, Roscoe, roll me roll me a perception check. We have an eight. Okay, you have an eight. You're sitting there looking around the the lobby, and nothing, nothing catches your eye. Nothing, nothing stands out to you. Uh, so back in the room. So you build up the fire. A couple minutes goes by, and you get yourself a, a pretty good little fire going All without right. too much of a hassle. I'm, warm uh, glow is illuminating through. I'm the warming the scissors up until I get a good red glow on the scissors. Ooh, okay. You can tell he he's looking at the scissors, and uh, he's continuing to look around the room. As he's doing that, I'm going to get his belt off and start undoing his trousers. I'm going to leave the you know, undergarments on for now. Start shimmying those down his thighs. He, he Again, pretty... Just... He's not helping you by any means. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, but... <laughs> Alright, so... Have I got him glowing red yet? You've got him glowing good and red. Uh, Alright, I'm going to come up to him and... Hooey, boy, you better tell us what, she, what we want to know or we cutting them off. Okay, because another intimidation check. Roll me an intimidation check. I'd like to come over while he's doing this and put my <laughs> hand on his shoulder. Just quick guidance. It's like, Matt, oh, no. oh. oh, he doesn't even need it. <laughs> Never mind. All righty. Uh, so you just exude pain in, in your essence. Like just a level of insanity that he recognizes in your, in your face. And he, he doesn't break. Like, he, he, he speaks to you and just says, what do you want to know? He's not acting like he's scared. You haven't scared him, but you have successfully managed to get Everything. Him to talk. You're going to have to be a lot more specific than everything. 
Well, I mean, you, the nether taking over the king's place. We don't place. know he was in the nether. Everything. I have to agree with your gnome friend here. I don't know anything about a nether. Are you part of the blue paw? Hey, you see him kind of look down and realize that he's not wearing the necklace anymore. He says, well, obviously you found my emblem, so I'm going to say yes. You would obviously know that, probably. Oh, friend, we just wanted to hear you say the words out loud. See, now you're guilty! He looks around and he says, I don't see any jury. Well, that's the great part of it all. We get to be judge, jury, and executioner. And now or I want to kind of... Executioner? I want to kind of just close and open the scissors. Snip, snip. He says, I don't get why you're doing that. I'm telling you everything you want to know. Just burn. Everything. Start from the front and... Be- Begin we, and go to the end. We have to ask him questions. He's going to be like, I was born 20 years ago. I'm 433 years old. Oh, that would be a long story. Yeah, I don't want to be here till next week. So so if, why don't you become you start, specific? Start with you uh, joining How did the... you join the Blue Paw? Did yes, they recruit yes, you? That... I've been in the Blue Paw organization now for 162 years. It's a mercenary group that started out by a small band of adventurers that just kind of prospered and grew into a money-grubbing prosperity. And I was very good with daggers and being subtle. So they used my abilities to serve out tasks that others might have found a little too dirty or that they needed to have covered up in a quiet manner. And I am very, very good at my job. That's why I came here you have a task here so you you was coming to kill us huh like me me or was the plan is the plan i've been in tighter spots Hmm. i don't know that that knot looks pretty well done it is pretty good i want to slit his throat whoa 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 whoa. we're not done with him (laughs) Uh, no, you're going to have to, if he says he wants to do that, you see, you can try to stop yeah, I'm him. going for a grapple. Okay, so yeah, go for it. Roll for a grapple then. Uh, slick, uh, go ahead and roll me an attack roll. Nineteen. Okay. That's a crit. Fourteen. Okay. Uh, so you're going to reach for him and try to stop him, but... You're you're not going to be able to stop that. He yeah. just he just kind of reaches through and real quick places the the blade on his throat. And... I want to do it with the scissors, by the way. Okay. I wouldn't think that would have the same lethal. Well, I've got the scissors in my hand already. <laughs> I mean, if he's slitting his throat, we're going to say it's. Go ahead and roll me a damage roll. <laughs> what do I need to roll? A D. Whatever your damage is damage? with the dagger. Okay. There's a specific reason. Gotcha. Eleven. Okay. So he you you real quick just slice it and um Rizzo tries to stop to unfortunately no prevail and Lance never blinks. And you just see him staring at you and you can tell just life leaves his eyes, but he never blinks. And his body never hunches over, and he stays in the exact same position he was. Uh, 
Anybody got a helium potion? Spare the dying. Yeah, okay. there you go. All right. Go. So, spare the dying, if I'm correct, it prevents the body from decay, but it is still dead. Stable is... at zero. Okay, stable. Oh, okay, so he's stabilized. Yeah. Okay, okay. So, he's still sitting there <laughs> in in the the position he was in. He's he's just he's a grizzled veteran. He's seen so much and he's just he's not going to give you the satisfaction no matter what. Is the is his deal here. So, what do you guys want to do? You know, I was a uh, a stabilized <laughs> gnome. Oh, my. I still have a bunch of spell slots, so we can heal him up. Ask him maybe a few more questions, like, who hired you? See if he knows more than other guys. This guy seems like he's maybe a little more rank than others, being that he's doing missions on his own and stuff like that. Sure. Yeah. Well, I want to know then, if they're going to send someone else to kill us. I'm sure they're probably going to. No, but I'm so cute. Oh, but that's okay. We have this guy. <laughs> We're gonna bring his scissors with. <laughs> I'm mean with a pair of scissors. I promise. <laughs> He's I'm a one mean seamstress. Okay, so I'm gonna burn a cure wounds on him. One d eight plus your spellcaster. Quit attacking until we tell you otherwise. All right. So I'm going to heal him a total of four points. Okay. All right. So he's, he's back up to four life. So you notice that the, the fresh cut, even with it cauterized from the, the heat of the scissors and everything, it heals back over, but it leaves a very jagged, nasty-looking cut across his throat. Um, and don't cut real quick. He, at this point, you suddenly see him blink. And, I, well, you know what? Let me see. We're going we're gonna to roll a constitution save here. Just, oh, yeah. He, um, he just looks at you, and he just... Without saying another word, just, I see you have more questions. Yeah, that must have been a little preemptive. Um, do you know who hired your company, your business, your merc group with all the nether business, anything of that nature? It's not my place to say. Would be a big help if you did. Look, I'm telling you everything that you want to know. I receive orders. I fulfill them. I get paid. Who gives you the orders? Uh, or how do you receive the orders? I get them from our wolf's den in Razagoth. Razagoth. Okay. Okay. Do you have more than one wolf den? Yes, we have wolf dens located all over the continent of Bartow. Where are they? Every city has one. Where? In In Bartow. Where in Bartow? Yes. All the wolf dens, and he stops. What are you going to do with me? I'm giving you something. You give me something. That's how business works. This is a job. I give you one trip to the nether to be with your brothers. So... You're saying that if I answer all these questions, you're still going to kill me anyway? No. You'll be in the nether. His eyes get kind of squinty. He says, I'm not familiar with what the nether is. It's great. You'll love it. Yeah, Yeah, it's great. You should have a lot of friends there. He, uh, again, he gets kind of that stoic silence again. Okay. Realizing. Um, how old did he say he was? Lots. Lots. Lots and lots <laughs> and lots. Yeah, I'd want to say. I'd, Several was, human lifetimes. Yeah, he was something four, between four and five hundred, I think is what he was. Okay. Then, um, that point. So, 
Would it be fair to assume he's showing some signs of age? Yes. I mean, he's definitely an older-looking gnome. He's got the wrinkles and the scars and uh, a very poor haircut that Slick <laughs> gave very, him. Very, very poor. From the earlier <laughs> so, episode. Okay, I want to ask him. Lance, you look like you've been around for a while. You look like you've been doing this for a while. I mean, surely you have something saved up for retirement? They just kind of... Looks in between you two and just looks into the fire. And then he says, it's been my whole life. You don't sound happy about that. You get used to it after a while. It just becomes job after job after job. So many things that you might have missed out on, though. It's part of it. I made that choice and I'm willing to live with it and live with the consequences that come with my choices. But what if we could give you an out? What if we could give you a chance to go and enjoy the rest of your years without job after job? Get to see parts of the world that you want to see. Go places you want to go. Do the things that you want to do without someone just jamming orders down your throat day in and day out. I could do that. I have made a sufficient amount of money to where I, I could, but you don't just get out of my line of work without consequences well honestly technically you died I died several times hmm. well surely they but could but you could die permanently are you suggesting that I create a new identity that's exactly what we're suggesting I have over 23 of them. I'll make a 24th. You know, we can get you a new appearance, maybe a little bit here and there. Maybe you're not so recognizable. I mean, I mean you don't have any hair now. I, mean, I was going to say, you have a nice haircut. Roll me, all of you roll me persuasion checks. Roscoe, I want you to roll me another perception check. Five. <laughs> not 20. Oh. Ooh, I have 21, but it's not natural. <laughs> You trip and fall in the chair. Yeah. Um, Roll me a constitution saving throw. I'm not in the room. No, you know what? Don't even roll me. Uh, Yeah, I know you're not. Okay. okay. Uh, No, don't roll me. You rolled in that one. You are absolutely 100% like you fell asleep. Sweet. (laughs) <laughs> you're, you're tired of working in the front of the house and you're just sitting on the, the chair just snoring away <laughs> out front. Um, Can I ask for, him a question? Oh, sorry. Sorry. For, for reasons, um, roll me a constitution saving throw, though. Gotta love when the DM Hold says on. reasons. I'm gonna do... Things are in play. This one. <laughs> I'm gonna do this one. Okay. So... Yeah, I have your jailed dice, which you left on the floor I don't the want other that day. One. <laughs> okay, that's better. Oh. 21. Okay. That's the highest I've rolled in like five episodes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. You just continue sitting there for now. Uh, sleeping? Sleeping, yes. Uh, back to you three. I want to ask him if there's anybody else here with him, or was he on this mission alone? There is always a contingency in play. 
I can't tell you what because I don't know, but I do know that they believe in backups. Why did they send you after us? I don't ask those questions. I was told to... Did they tell you how awesome we were? He just gives you a very blank stare. (laughs) I I mean, really, dude. I mean, we're here. You're there. We're awesome. You're something. Seriously. I've been impressed with you so far, but that's on a professional level. I don't... What about on a personal level? What do you think of us on as a personal level? I make a really good friend. I don't like you. She does make a really good friend, what? though. What? And I start crying. He doesn't care. I won't hey. punch him. You want to punch him? Yeah. <laughs> All right, roll, uh, roll in attack roll. And damage. Oh, well, it's one plus your modifier because it's an unarmed strike. 21. Oh. How much damage? I thought that was your damage. I was like, what? Two. Okay, so you, uh, plus your modifier? Two. Oh, really? Okay. All right, so you punch him, and he's. you can tell, you can kind of see the scar across his neck kind of break a little bit, and a little, little bit of juice kind of pours out a little bit, but nothing, nothing to, and he kind of Skin spits juice. a little bit again, and he says, I thought we were in the middle of a negotiation. We are, but don't insult my friend. I didn't insult her. I stated a fact. Lie. <laughs> <laughs> he just looks at you and kind of gives you like a nod of, okay. So what do we need to do to get me out of here? Because that contingency plan is probably already an act. Well, crap. <laughs> uh, I have a harebrained idea. Uh-oh. Uh, so looking around here, is there a dresser, a drawers, closet, anything? Yes. There might be little yes. scraps of tossed around clothing of whatever size, shape. Not really clothing. bedding. Yeah, I was going to say bedding, curtains, like that type of thing. Is that what you're... Because there's no clothing. You have clothing that you would have, but they're not going to supply you clothing. I was just hoping. I was hoping. In here. Okay, so looking around. Okay. You gonna try so, to dress me up as a woman or something? No, 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 no. Okay, he sticks out in this armor, yeah? Yes. True. So he definitely needs something else to wear if he's gonna leave from here. Mm-hmm. We can use his armor. We can make some really loud noises like a ruckus in here. Oh no, our prisoner got free. And then with just a little bit of perhaps, you know, we'll just say some tandem spell using and some really loud knocks and bangs and screams, we can pretend we, I don't know, turned him into a pile of ash as he tried to fight back or something, whatever. Oh no, he's dead! Ah. Huh? I like your plan. We gotta find him some clothes. Um, I might have a spare dress or something in here. <laughs> or should I go ask? I want to go down, can I go down to the front door, front step, front to the um, lobby? Mm-hmm. Yes, actually. <laughs> okay, that ties right into it. All right, good. Good job, Sassafras. Roscow, you fall asleep, and for a split second, your eyes snap open, and you see a gnome standing over top of you with a sword as they plunge it deep into your chest. He just dealt you 32 damage. He rolled a nat 20 and with sneak attack damage. How much damage again? 32. Guys, I'm at 8 lives. <laughs> well, that's not good. <laughs> 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 <All right. I> 
I saw your face over there. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't know what's going on yet, but it ain't going to be good. All right, so quick retcon. Uh, we had to pause the podcast here just for our listeners. Apparently, I misheard a number that was said by Roscow for his constitution saving throw. It was apparently like a very high 20 or a low 20s, but in the 20s number. So what we're going to do is we're going to reduce a little bit of the damage from the sneak attack um, that he received. He's still going to take 26 damage. Uh, just for for reasons and to make things less complicated and not having to go back and re-record. So, there you go. My apologies. Um, it's okay. It's so all right. it happens. Yeah, Roscow, you still take a good chunk of damage, and Sasfras, you walk out of the room, and walking. Well, no, that's right, because you were only three doors down. Yeah, you're gonna pretty much. You walk out to the site of him sitting on this chair. With an assassin, a little another gnome, sitting over top with a sword kind of plunged into him. Okay, so I'm going to cast a spell, obviously. Okay. And I am going to start screaming, Contingency plan! Contingency plan! (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what spell I'm casting yet, though. I'm going to cast... Fire, uh, not firebolt. Um, produce flame. Okay. Go ahead and roll me that attack damage or attack roll. Uh, you would think as much as I cast this, I would remember it, but you know. Twenty-two. Oh yeah, absolutely hits. So, damage? I'm a little slow today. That's okay. Ten. Nice. No, seven. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, uh, yeah. A flame thing just just whacks right into him and kind of flops him on the chair right next to you, Roscow. Um, Before you actually... Yes, Roscow, do you have any actions you'd like to do right now real quick? Yeah, the stabbing. Uh, I want to cast a, a spell. Okay. Uh, thunder wave. Thunder. Oh, okay. Thunder. thunder so thunder. Um, he, um, which which I'm doing it like at him and uh-huh. me. So uh, 15 foot cube. He mm-hmm. must he must pass a Constitution saving throw. Does a 15 pass? It does. It does pass. Okay. Um. He still pushed 10 feet away from me. Okay. Uh, but he still takes half of damage. Okay. So go ahead and roll that damage out for me. So you cast Thunder Wave and all the pillows and the end table and all the furnishings, which are like some vases with flowers and some fake plants and everything and some real plants, all just get thrown around the room away from you in just kind of a boom. Two things. Is his sword still stuck in my chest? Uh, no, because he, he just attacks. It, okay. it, it was just like he stabs you. And he type takes thing. Uh, six damage. Okay, good Next, deal. And, and that was half from 12. Okay, so that was already half. All right, perfect. And I want to run out of the room, by the way. Yeah, I was going to say, you two can. So um, he... Contingency let, plan! Yeah, yeah let, you, you two just hear contingency plan being yelled. Yeah, I'm coming out of the room. Okay, and uh, Lance just kind of looks up at Rizzo. Doesn't say anything, just... Okay, I'm going to watch him run out of the room, look back to Lance, and I'm just going to ask him very bluntly, do you trust me? Not really. Do you <laughs> trust me? 
Not really. <laughs> Sounds like we're on the same page. I'm going to pull a dagger out and I'm going to cut his bindings. I'm going to tell him. Okay. Strip, jump out the window. <laughs> leave your armor <laughs> well you guys already had him stripped remember like you guys actually took him in the in the alleyway you yes. guys took all his stuff oh we yes. did mm-hmm. we've already got all his clothes so he really is I pretty forgot. much just an undergarment uh, that's okay uh then yeah i'm gonna cut his bindings tell you know grab a bed sheet whatever you need to make yourself decent but disappear we got you he said and uh so he he gets in the window and uh he just spins around and he says i got you and jumps out the window Okay. You don't know how you feel about that. I got you. Yeah. It could be taken both ways. He didn't say it really nicely, but he wasn't exactly known for his etiquette either. So maybe it's a good thing. Rizzo thinks it's a good thing. So <laughs> then uh, whatever remaining movement I may have, I guess I'm going to try and get as far as I can to okay, yeah. contingency plan. So, <laughs> so coming out of the room, you're, you're now granted the view of this giant explosion of things going everywhere. And there is a, a gnome assassin. Kind of uh, standing in a strike, ready to strike pose, and that's what you both see as you come out. So um, I assume you guys are all going to fight at this. So we are going to go ahead and roll us up some initiative. Guess I've had to have a low roll. Initiative is what I needed on. Ah, uh, twenty-two. Ooh, your dice rolled good for me. Oh, Eighteen. Wow. wow. 22 for you. Okay. Lane? I'm sorry. Sassafras? Three. <laughs> Not good for you. Okay. 16. 16? 18. 18. We're all kind of up here. That's the point. Sassafras. Have at me. It's okay. I'm too busy. Like, just be like, Contingency plan! Because <laughs> <sighs> I was rather shocked. Even though, like, he had said it. Aye. Something about walking out and seeing your so friend being stabbed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it caught you a little off guard. And um, there is nobody else in this. Like, you see a couple doors open and close, but nobody's interjecting into this. And is, this assassin looks... Yes. Is Daffy still in the room? You don't see her. Okay. That's not to say she's not, but you don't okay. see her. Um, this assassin has, he's wearing like the, the traditional mask, um, and got two daggers in either hand. One is glowing green, one is glowing blue. And they both have these jagged, like, uh, help me out. Edges? Well, yeah, but kind of like the blades are curvy. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Like a snake. And he just locks eyes with the group. And we are going. It's a lot in. of eyes to lock with. <laughs> it is all individually goes around the room. Cross uh, out. Is that his whole turn? Is that his whole turn? You're looking at it. No. <laughs> uh, Slick is actually first on the prio list. Get him. All right. Let's try. <laughs> or not. Fourteen to hit. Does not hit. Oh. I want to action surge. Okay. Would you like to do your second attack first before you action surge? Sure. Okay, remember remember you can do an action because you use your action you can do a secondary attack. Yes. I'll then do, you I'll action my, surge yeah. which allows an action and then another attack. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Twenty six. Uh no. 
No, I'm, t- I'm joking. Yes, it about absolutely. It absolutely. That's my good assassin. He is bad. <laughs> Twelve damage. Okay. Nice. Now I will action surge. Okay. Eighteen. That is a direct hit. Eighteen is what you have to roll to hit. Hey. Thirteen damage. Good googly moogly. Alright. And then I will throw it again and it does not hit. Okay. Alright. So uh just two bolts kind of pierce right into him and he just kind of grimaces and you just hear grunts, but he's he's alright. He's alright. He's still he's 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 rearing for a good fight. And with that, we are going to be over to Rizzo. Uh, am I close enough to close distance? Yes, because I'd say, yeah. Okay. It'll be pretty much, it will be all your movement to get to him. Okay, I'm going to charge him with everything that I got. Put one hand out and just try and go for his throat for a vampiric touch. Oh, all right. Uh, let's see. Make up a melee spell attack against a guy. 22. Yeah, that hits. Four, six, eight necrotic damage. Okay. And I regain four of it. Ooh. All right, so, so is there anything else that you'd like to do then, Rizzo? I think that's all I got. Okay. Uh, so next up is going to be our little assassin friend. And uh, assassin. you can tell he's going to analyze you. He just kind of looks at you for a second. Tries to figure out everything about you. I don't think that. Does a 15 hit? Mm, no. Okay. So he slashes. Dead miss. He's going to go for a second attack. Does a 20 hit? 20 definitely hits. Okay. So the blue blade hits. I rolled two ones. Ha <laughs> <laughs> So uh, you take... Six slashing damage. And you take three cold damage. Okay. Okay. And then... That is going to be our our friend's turn. Next up is going to be Roscoe. So I'm I'm hurting here. So I'm gonna step back a little okay. bit. I'm Not gonna, a problem. And I'm gonna uh, cast my spooky flame. Okay. Spooky flame. Spooky flame. Scares flame. Okay. All right. Yeah. Spooky. Spooky. Yeah. Spooky flame. Um, has to make a dexterity saving throw. <laughs> That's not good for us. <laughs> Seventeen. He passes. Okay. <laughs> of course. That's it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, but yeah, you step back. You you feel fine. Uh, Sassafras. So I want to cast Poison Spray. Okay. So he has to succeed on a Constitution saving throw. Okay. Um, what is the range of Poison Spray? I'm just curious. 15 foot? It should be a 15 foot cone. Is that correct? Range is 10 feet, it says. It doesn't say... Uh, extend your hand towards a creature you can see within range and project a puff of noxious gas oh, okay. from your palm. So it is... Okay, so what am I rolling then? So a, it is a constitution saving throw. Oh, he failed. Rolled a three. Oh, no, no, no. well, look it. 
Since I'm level five, the spell's damage increases by one d12. So it's oh. two d12. Seventeen damage. Ooh, I like nice. this spell. <laughs> nice. And it's a, it's a, um, it's a cantrip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I can just like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not horrible. <laughs> not horrible at all. Very nice. All right. Uh, <laughs> so anything else, Sass Price? That's it. Uh, next up is going to be Slick. All right. Let's see you begin with an arrow. All right. Or try. Or try. Oh, boss. I forgot. I need to make a concentration check. Oh, wait. Oh, no. Are your... Wait. I failed. Is yours concentration? Yeah. Oh. It's a vampire tra- touch drops. I got you. Okay. And that just allowed you to constantly do an attack every turn. Yep. Right. Okay. 25 to hit. Absolutely. Eighteen damage. Whew. He has to be. Like... And I'm going to do another uh, attack. By the way. All right, go ahead. Wait, you already did. That well, was your it, second it, attack. I get, a, I get a second attack. Yeah, you already. You did. No, that was his first one. That was, that his, was first my first one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I thought you did. Okay. All no, right. I screwed that up by interrupting. Okay. <laughs> Twenty-four to hit. Absolutely. Ten damage. Whew. All right. Good deal. Um, anything else? That is all I got. All right. So, uh, he's I'll, looking really bad. Well, I would like to burp. <laughs> you successfully burp. All right. Cool. It's very rancid. Cool. There's... All right. Good. Good. <laughs> uh, so, Rizzo, you are our next contestant on The Price is Right. Okay. Um, on the stabbing is right. <sighs> I'm just going to keep within range of him, okay. and I'm going to toll the dead for 2d12, because he's definitely taken damage. Excellent, this... he has. Yeah. Ooh, nice. 20 necrotic damage. 20? Oh. 20. Wow. Oh, God. All right. So you reach out. Uh, is that a touch? Toll the dead? No. Is it a, just a, like, a, it's a ranged it's ability? It's supposed to be ranged, Okay, yeah. so you, however you do it... And, if it's ranged, do you have disadvantage on being and melee? For fun. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm asking. Like, I don't know if that's. I'm not. I, won't, I don't want you to roll if it's not. But if it's a spell at melee attack, then I think it will be disadvantage. You have to make a wisdom save. I forgot about oh. all of that nonsense. We just screwed this all kinds of stuff. I thought just because he took damage, you got to use the spell, and I was like, "That's cool." No, I got excited about the upgraded damage and forgot about the hitting part. Nat one. Nat one. Okay, then yeah, that much damage. Okay, yeah. So, so that's you, double, right? My bad. You reach out and just kind of do your however you would. We're gonna go with a grip. In, in kind of a grip, kind of a Darth Vader. Yeah, ish. Alderan. <laughs> and uh, pretty much, his face just begins to contort and turn very skeletal, and his skin dries up. And eyes kind of sink back into his head, and he just collapses to the ground. Awesome. Well, you guys be- dealt in one turn. He, he had exactly 100 HP is what I was going to for his health, and he had 88, and then you hit him with 20. So <laughs> you, 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 were, <laughs> like you guys just demolished him. He was gonna, so he, he falls down to the ground. Just I want to loot the body. Okay, so you loot the body, and uh, pretty I will, much... I definitely want the daggers. You find... Okay, so you pick up the, the two daggers. Don't you have the other guy's yeah. daggers, too? 
No, I do not. Yes, I have the did. throwing knives. Yeah, you, those are yeah, kind of no, throwing I knives. Have throwing knives. Y- I believe that Slick and Rizzo actually both split those. Yes, I got a few of them. Yeah, there was I think like nine a piece or something like that because it was the bandoliers that he had. Oh yeah, that's right. I, I have nine. I think Roscoe took. Two. One or two. two. Okay. And yeah, then, I think I took a couple. I've got yeah, daggers times few. three on here, so I think I only took, okay. snagged a couple of them. Yeah, so I would like to take at least one of the daggers for sure. Probably the the cold one. Okay. Whichever one. Is I mean, they're they're blue. both there. I'm so sure you both blue. have, just write down blue dagger, green dagger for right now until we figure out uh, what's up with all that. Um, I'll take the blue one. So you find those daggers, no problem. Uh, you find a... I don't know the name of it. It's one of those uh, strings that you like try to... A garrote. A garrote, thank you. Yes, you find a garrote. And... Um, that seems like something I Rizzo take... would like. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you need the garrote. You guys doing anything with that piano wire? <laughs> we are not. You need to take it. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> so make great looks. <laughs> you also find an envelope... That has been opened with. Well, they're. (laughs) Well, they're fighting over all the weapons and stuff. I want to see the envelope, and just be like, "Oh!" And I like want to open it while they're doing Mm -hmm. whatever they're doing. I just open the envelope. So opening the envelope, you find essentially four pieces of paper. Three of them are more worn than the other um the three pieces of paper each one has a rendition and a name of roscow slick and sassafras with um as withdrawn hand-drawn pictures uh to pretty close representation of each one of you and then there is one other piece of paper that is basically been it looks newer than all the others and it has the name rizzo and a picture of Rizzo on it. And then on the another piece of paper, it has a picture of a skull and 15,000 written next to it. And that's it. Do you share that with the rest of us? Yeah, I want to be like, hey, look, do you think it looks like me? And like hold up the picture of me and be like, look. It's pretty close. They didn't really get your hair right, though. Well, here, here's yours the, and yours. Do I and see yours. the price? Do I see the price? I mean, you, you I said just handed them out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. You can see everything I, mean, I just uh, described. Kinda would like to turn myself in to be honest. <laughs> you wouldn't get to spend that fifteen thousand though. Uh, does it? What's the best way I know to ask this? I don't know. Do these wanted posters? Look like wanted posters, no. or do they look more like contracts? Contracts. Okay. Very much. This looks like a package that one would have been handed with a task to complete. Gotcha. That's what and, I wanted to be sure. Yes. Uh, now I want to make sure that Daffy's not behind the counter dead. Okay, so uh, everybody, roll me a perception check real quick. Oh no. Twenty-one. Okay. Uh, Fourteen. Thirteen. Okay, so Roscoe and Sassafras, both, you you would notice throughout all this that, Daffy, you just see that little orange cap occasionally popping above the the desk, just kind of peeking and then going back down. And so, Rizzo, you walk over to her and see her just with, with big eyes. You okay back there? I'm okay. 
okay. Um, I'm sorry. No, don't don't be sorry. Was, don't be sorry. I you just, didn't do anything. I just I don't want trouble. Please. No, 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 no trouble. No trouble. We're leaving. We're leaving. I, I, Can you clean to be, up? To be honest, Rizzo, we need to pay for the damages. Oh, absolutely. So I've got five gold that I'm going <laughs> to plop down here for your troubles for the, all the thank, mess that thank, we made. Thank you. Thank you. I'll give her 25. Okay. All right. So oh, make sure we're wow. taking that. So Big that's... contributions. This is fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> I need to at least give at least five. Okay. So she's up to 25 gold. So no, she's did. up to 35 because I gave her 25. He gave her five. I can't do math. I, so just, you have to 30. Okay. 35. Are you in charge of the numbers for the bad guys? Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is how I... <laughs> that's my scratch notes for the fight. I mean, I need to give her something. I mean, you know, I help kind of contribute to this mess. So. Uh, All right. Give so, me five minutes in that room that we rented, and we are gone out of here. We need to go somewhere else. Guys, they know we're here, et cetera, et cetera. All right, so where do you guys want to go? Stone Toe. You want to go to Stone Toe's house? Yes. At this point, this is probably about 10 o'clock at night. Yes. Okay. Are we so, in the same town? I yeah. forget. Yeah, you're okay. still in Ozo. Before we bail, uh, I want to do my very best to take the armor that we stripped the guy, and I want to put it in the room that we were in, and make it look like somehow, some way, he got vaporized. Still wearing oh, it. okay. I don't think we can do that. <laughs> I'm going to try. Why not? No, remember? Yeah, well, I'm going to hell. No, no, no. I threw his armor out. Well, you did. Yeah. So his, we don't even have it. Like you threw it on the roof. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I threw it oh, on the roof. Right. Or no, you threw it down the alley. That's no, 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 right. no. I threw his shoes down the alley. Once you're one oh, okay, alley okay. shoe. And then his that's right. armor's on yeah. the roof. I got you. Uh, okay. So if you want to go get that off the roof. <laughs> I mean, we'll say you can well, go back and get his stuff if you want. But it's pretty spread out. They might think he's dead anyway. Or maybe like. And his hair. It's true. His hair is there. I mean, you know what? I left it laying the hair, you know. I mean, come on. Uh, it's, it'll be fine. Let's go to Stone Toe, like you said. Yeah, let's go to Stone Toe. Okay. Okay. You got a head start. Yeah. So, um, you guys go out and uh, cleaned everything up as best you can. The 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 wave probably made a little bit of a mess, and it's a little bit of blood that you tried to clean everything up. Call it a cleanup crew. Uh, <laughs> so, um, walking over to to his house, it's pretty much in shambles, like it was when you saw it, and so. His, if you remember, there's upstairs where his bedroom was, and there's pretty much no walls, and you just see a bed and a no or a dwarf sleeping in this bed. In I the want to holler air. up there to him. Hey, Stone Toe, wake yeah. up! Huh? <coughs> uh, yeah. Uh, oh, hey. We need a balloon. Well, uh, yeah, they, uh, they she came and told me that. Uh, yeah, I've got it chartered, but that's not until the morning. We need a place to stay. Uh, well, uh, you, he just looks around. He's like, you're, you're welcome here, but, uh, there's, uh, nowhere to really stay. Like, we got the floor. sleeping bags. Uh, it's good. That works. We'll, we'll sleep on the floor. Slumber party. Right. It'll be awesome. All right. So, yeah, you, you guys are more than welcome to just kind of crash at his place. If Hello, fight. <laughs> just curious. Does he have balloons? <laughs> Do they have balloons? Do, does he have balloons? Mm, you mean just like regular party balloons? Yes. No. Any other type of balloons? I mean, I'll, I'll leave what that up to the dice. What type of balloons are there? No. Oh, well, never mind. I guess I'm just sleeping on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so anything else you guys want to do, or are we just passing the night? I want to check on my pumpkin seed egg. So, checking on your pumpkin seed. It's still, every now and then, you know that uh, it's, it's moving a little bit, and you've noticed now it has begun to develop 
um, where their colors are eluding me right now. Orange. Where they're like it's more orangey. Okay. You notice it has begun to sprout vines around it, almost like a cocoon, but in vines. That uh, is totally awesome. Okay. That is awesome. It's certainly something. I still can't decide if this is going to be a plant or It may meat. sprout into a griffin, and could. then we can just fly to Bartow. We could. I don't think it's going to hatch tomorrow. Yeah, it doesn't look like it. And it, to be clear, it has not entirely encased in vines. It just has begun the process. Probably uh, just a plain old owl there, though. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that'll be sad. Well, I don't know how to take care of you, so I guess I'll just keep you warm and we'll go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> you, you snuggle up with it. it. It's begun to sprout thorns, so you it's kinda, not too comfy. <laughs> are you cuddling it? A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Big spoon. Little bit. <laughs> Big spoon, little spoon. All right, so uh, the nighttime comes... And uh, everybody's taking an, uh, a rest, I presume. A long rest, especially for mm-hmm. Ross Calcutta. Uh, he needs his life back. I don't want to go to sleep just yet. Okay, you don't have to go to sleep. Uh, what, why would you like? You want to do something? I mean, we just got we just got um, you know, like okay. ambushed. No worries. I'm I'm staying up for a little bit. Okay, all right. Like, are you staying up to keep watch, or are you just like adrenaline pumping? Uh, to keep watch and kind of think a little bit, you know. Okay, just, just reflect know. a little bit. I mean, you've already everything. slept already, I mean, you know. <laughs> That's true, you did get a little bit of a nap in the chair. He, he did. He can, did. I, can I loot a sleeping body? <laughs> <laughs> it's called thievery. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's not thieving if <laughs> I want to give guys. it back. <laughs> All right, so, uh, yeah, you, you stay up, no problem. Just kind of keeping an eye out, and eventually the, the night comes before you go to sleep. Do you want to wake anybody else up for watch or... Um, no. Or are you just going to pass out? I'm okay. passing out. Crap. The night passes uneventful. And oh the morning comes and the rooster crows. The sun is beginning to crest over the, the mountains to the south. And I want to ask Stone Toe if we have her balloon yet. East. Where does the sun rise from? East. It's your world. From the east, not the south. <laughs> That's I true, it's my world. I was wondering if somebody had missed. It can come from the northwest, I don't care. As long as a stupid thing rises and it's warm. Up and down, up it and down. It could be three different suns, I don't care. So you, you all wake and are greeted to Stone Toe handing you each papers, which is basically look like tickets. And he just tells you where to go in the city. And he says, uh, you're... you're Vessel will depart here within the hour. I've never had one of these. It's a ticket to ride. Is it golden? No, it is not. Okay. I've got a golden ticket <laughs> to ride. I've got a special twinkle in my eye. So you guys, uh, you want to do anything else in the morning before? Can I make some coffee? Uh, yeah, you can make some coffee. You may need some coffee. I'd like to have a little sip of some Joe. Yeah, I'm going to make some coffee. Okay, you get some coffee. No problem. Just kind of walking down the street sipping your coffee. Oh, see, my wife hates when I do that, when I drink my coffee. She says that's how I drink my coffee all the time, when I sip it. 
<laughs> Any who's so uh, you guys kind of begin following the directions um, that he he had led you, and as you get closer, you start to realize that this is not a massive industry yet. This is just kind of something that's just getting started out. And you notice the house that he has directed you to is exactly that. It's pretty much a house that has been converted into like a landing strip up on the roof. And there is a boat just sitting on the top of the the house. Like that's it. We're turning our ticket. Yeah, so you at least I am anyway. I'm I'll own yeah. the boat. Yeah, you, you walk up to it and you are greeted to several humans and several gnomes. They're all wearing these uh, uniform would be a very overindulgent word for what they're wearing. Um, it kind of matches. Their clothes match. Kind of. Uh, to, to give a representation that they are working together. So, in other words, we have a flight attendant? Yeah, you have some flight attendants who greet you. Okay. And uh, <laughs> they're... You can tell this whole thing is they're trying to act very professional. Like, you can tell you, maybe you're the first people that they've Sketch. kind of done this with you. That's very much the feeling that you get from this. Um, Rizzo is unfazed. He's still just happy to be here. Yeah. He starts asking very enthusiastically, where's the balloons? Oh, uh, that that comes right before we, we, we embark. We have to inflate them. Let's uh, do some barking then. That's uh, we, we we I believe you are you are our only journeyers for the day. So uh, come along, and uh, we will we will begin with muster, and they welcome you on board this ship. And the ship, as you walk up, you notice a lot of moving cogs and pieces and bits. And upon closer inspection of all these mechanical parts. It is not good craftsmanship. Yeah, most, I'm very leery. Yes, most things are held together with what would be the equivalent of tape or wire and just kind of, like you get the feeling this is going to be an interesting and bumpy ride. Are you ride. guys sure about this? Yeah, but you know, if you would just use a flame to boost the balloon. He says, sir, 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 sir. He holds his hand out. The human holds his hand out and says, uh, we're the professionals. We know how to do this. Thank you very much. If you don't mind, please take your seat here. And another one walks up to the front and very quickly uh, states, uh, we, we'd like to welcome you aboard the uh, WSS Fire, I would, fire Cone. I would like to look at him and say, if we crash, you're dead. Uh, that is hopefully not going to happen. It uh, hasn't ever happened before in all our journeys. Uh, so, But we are still required, according to the Safety Administration Board from Bartow, to indulge you on a muster in case we do have a incident. There is a docking vessel to the starport, and for that, uh, who, who is unaware of the direction that is the, this side of the boat, and he points over to the left side, and you see a... It's basically like a round barrel with a bunch of little ports in it, and that's it. And he says, hey, you just get in there, and you'll be a-okay. But uh, please button your seatbelts, and we will be taking off momentarily. You'll feel a few jaunts, and uh, things might get a little warm, but uh, we do offer complimentary air conditioning. And he walks around and hands out, like, those fans that you, you know, like you see the women using in church, like, with on sticks and paper, pretty much. So he hands those out to each one of you. I would love to take one. I don't want one. You don't want one? Okay. I would love I'll take to his. take one. <laughs> you now have two. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the 
you see two of the well, one human, one gnome begin to walk up, and they kind of you see them. You recognize Sassafras as a produced flame, and they kind of reach down and pull up some fabric and reach their hand underneath. And after a while, the heat begins to build and a balloon begins to grow, and then their flame intensifies in their hands as they continue to heat up the balloons. Um, and as the balloon increases in size you all of a sudden see them start shooting things off inside the balloons with their hands and you can gather that as some sort of you know the fire and the flame and the heat and everything and all of a sudden before a couple minutes goes by you now have a giant balloon that is above your heads and um they begin taking sandbags and dumping them over the side and as they do it begins to loosen the or you lose weight and you just begin to take off and it isn't too long before you get to the height of above all the roof lines and a wind begins to gush and push and you begin to almost kind of cock to one side like you're going to start to roll and uh, one of them reaches over and pulls a lever and as he does it drops these two giant sails to the left and the right of the balloon and they unfurl and it kind of rebalances itself a little bit and uh, roll me constitution saving throws because there's quite a bit of jostling going on. This is a really easy check. Oh, oh dear. Pretty much just. Uh, I rolled in that one. Oh. <laughs> <16. Four. laughs> okay. So, Ross, uh, Slick, sorry, Slick, you cannot contain it. And the human seeing it, he, he runs over real quick, grabs a bag, hands it to you, and says, please, in here. And you just upchuck uh, everything. And Sassafras and Roscow, you turn green or blue or whatever it would be that you would turn if you were getting motion sickness from this. Uh, and Rizzo, you are probably having the time of your life right now. Literally, as they're barfing, Rizzo's sitting in the middle and just going, ah! <laughs> I, I want as I'm throwing up. I want to look at Rizzo and say, "That second fan, Sharon is Karen, man. <laughs> Sharon is Karen." I'm gonna take both of them and just, "I got you, buddy. I got you. I got you." <laughs> what? It makes you feel a lot better. You feel very, very good now. After uh, can I uh, raise my hand and be like, "Is there a bathroom? I need to go." You, you. As soon as you ask that question, you see the two humans look at each other. And, and you just see a quick, like, moment of, I knew we forgot something. I want to unbuckle and I stand up. Bathroom, now! Um, <laughs> need to go. Uh, now! Over the side. I, I got a poo. Uh. <laughs> um. <laughs> over the side. <laughs> you want to hold it? You, you got to yeah, hold my one hand. One of them walks over. <laughs> And like, hold your. <laughs> and then you just see a gnome come running out. He's like, "We're still over the city." I gotta poo. Hold on. Close your eyes. Let me just turn around. If you're screaming, dude, I'm sorry. <laughs> They don't call it dwarf poop or nothing. <laughs> there is, there is. No wonder, no wonder Slick's throwing up. Right there, that's the reason. Um, so you, you, uh, you, no problem. You finish your business. 
And you all sit down. Things have settled down. You all are kind of getting your composure back. You're not you, feeling quite so. I have to sit so, down? You don't have to. You can walk around if you want. I'm walking around. Okay. Uh, I mean, there's not a whole lot. This isn't a massive ship. I mean, all said and done, you've got seven of you. You've got who's, the gnome and the two Who's humans. the captain? Uh, the gnome definitely holds a little more which one? precedence like, over the like, two. Like, which gnome? There's one gnome actually on... I'm sorry, I didn't clarify. One gnome on the ship and two humans Is, on the ship. So there's no dwarf? No. That sucks. That sucks. So am I, am I finished with my throwing up spell? Yeah, yeah, you're done. You're done. Uh, like I want to look at the the view. Okay. So yeah, looking around, it, everything is like you have never witnessed it before. This is all new. I mean, this is a completely new thing that probably <laughs> isn't credentialed by the board of safety. So <laughs> curious, have we went above the clouds or no? No, below? no. You're you're at this point probably. Oh, I don't know how to. To, to say it, um, um, you're you're a ways up, but you're not above the clouds. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Thirty-five thousand, if I'm right, is, is the clouds. Um, no, is thirty-five thousand is the height that aircraft that uh, commercial aircraft. Oh, this is, is this is no Boeing seven forty-seven. <laughs> okay. We're talking like 2, maybe 000. yeah, like two thousand foot, maybe Just half above a mile. The tree lines mile. A bit. Yeah, I mean you're 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 a ways up. You're still high. You can still see whole cities. You know, yeah, right, uh, from right. from the sky. I can see my um, house from here. <laughs> and you begin to, to pass, and, and uh, a day goes by of sitting up there, and they kind of hand out some drinks and some snacks and stuff. And, a whole day, and they forgot the bathroom. Yeah, the whole, oh yeah, this is a several-day journey. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so I hope you all can hold it. Uh, after I need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> we need as many of those bags as you guys have. <laughs> I, I wanna, I wanna pee off the bow. <laughs> yeah, you can. They, they tell you they Titanic. encourage that. Yeah, Titanic. <laughs> can we do like a Titanic? Still a long time in the world. <laughs> so after, like I said, after one day of traveling, you see up in the distance, <laughs> dusk has begun to fall. And you can tell the, the next city you're passing over Razagoth. Uh, just kind of passing over that, which is... You've got Ozo, the Razagoth south, and then further south, quite a bit further south, is the city of Barto. There's no other um, city between the two. Um, and you pass over it, you pass over kind of like a river, and now you're in a very uninhabited area sorry morning uh, night came and went it's the next morning and the i want to do a perception check to see if i see anything on the ground yeah go ahead and roll me a check in fact if everybody wants to roll me a check if anybody else is looking around and kind of just enjoying 16 okay 21 okay 19 no you all rolled really high maybe 15. 15. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, all of you, without problem. You all are kind of looking over the sides and everything. You notice the guys are running around, uh, kind of pulling levers and reapplying things. Looking down into the tree line, you see some creatures that are larger than most that you have ever seen, but you don't know what they are. Some of them, the bigger ones, have very long necks, and they have scales kind of covering them um for for lack of 
like brontosauruses, dinosaurs is what you're seeing, uh, which are unheard of. I want to try to shoot one with my crossbow. You you could try. I I don't know that it would do anything from this distance, but just just for just sure sure. If you'd like to shoot it, if you'd like to for laughs for laughs. Sit here. (laughs) Yeah, eleven. Okay, yeah, you just shoot the the wind. Yeah, the wind catches it, and it just it swings wide. Um, yeah. Those people doing produce flame on the like inside the balloon, no, right? Uh, not right now. Every okay. now and then, like to, in order to maintain, like you'll kind of sink a little yeah. bit, and you can see they have a vial that's showing yeah. them their their um, alto, uh, what is it, altometer, alt, alt, altitude, something. Yeah, sure. That thing. Excuse me. Um, produce flame is a low spell. Have you ever guys tried a fireball? Uh, no, we ha- we have not. We okay. have, we, uh, we're not sure how ourselves or how the balloon would hold up to such a, a spell of I that think magnitude. I think Fireball would be a bigger choice. Do you think it would make us get there quicker? Oh, yeah. Do you know Fireball? I could try. Do, do you, I'm asking yes, you, yes, do you know? I okay. Uh, he says, well, <laughs> if you think, he kind of looks at it and uh, look, they look at each other and they say, do you think? And they're like, it's worth a shot. We're going to crash if you do that. <laughs> I think, it's, I think I should do fireball. Try. Try. I'm going to put a whole podcast right here. Try. I want to try it, yeah. You want to shoot? Okay, I mean, there's nothing to it. So. I mean, you, we're not part of this conversation, no. so we can't stop you. Them. You reach up in there, and you begin to let go of your hand, and you let loose a roaring explosion, and... All of a sudden, the vessel just begins to just go way high, just from the extra heat inside the balloon. And you notice the buckles and everything have begun to burn. And the balloon itself is catching fire. And the humans and the gnome are starting to run around the boat very quickly, trying to... Put the balloon out. It has not failed yet. You all notice this. In other words, I'm giving you a chance right now to try to fix this mistake. Do they have uh, water in places? They have some water. Uh, and you all have emptied you, yourselves okay. over the edge. Hold so on, hold on. Do you think <laughs> you're out? Do you yeah. think wind would help? Put out wind fire? and fire, Caleb. No. no. No, it has to be really strong. I would like wind. to pick yeah, up a yeah, pile yeah, of buck, yeah, yeah. Pile of water, really, and really throw strong wind. Go ahead and roll me an attack roll, slick. I don't know, maybe. I rolled a nineteen, which is a crit for me. So you, okay, so slick, you have successfully, you run up, seeing what's going on, throw a, bu- a bucket of water up there, and you've put out half of the fire on one side. Can I use uh, druid craft? It says. You instantly light or snuff out a candle, a torch, or a small campfire. Can I use it to snuff out like one of the where it's burning on one area? Yeah, or yeah, something? yeah, uh, yeah. I'll allow that. We'll say that that takes care of. If, like if he did half of it, then I'm going to say that you did 25. percent So that means that there's just 25 percent remaining that somebody needs to. Think Other bucket. Way. 
Another bucket? I got nothing. Another uh, bucket. I'm going to roll to see if there's another bucket. God okay? help so, us. Cheap bastards. 13 and over. <laughs> 13 and over is a bucket. I rolled a nat 20. Yes. <laughs> there are two more buckets. So roll oh, the roll. Am I adding anything to this? No, just, just throw it. Uh, uh, I don't know. What, yeah, what do you roll? Three. Oh, so you you run and you you throw the bucket and you just kind of it just just it hits the bottom portion but does not hit where you need I wanna, it. I you wanna, have one more bucket. Can I? I, I, I want to throw it. Okay. The player with the bad dice over here is going to throw the last bucket. Um, can I cast? Well, okay, I'm going to cast the guidance on me. Okay. Um, so one d four. It's a good idea. That's a really good idea. Nat 20! Oh. Nat 20! <laughs> you go, boy. <laughs> so, no problem this time. You take the bucket, find exactly where the problem is. You throw it up there, and it hisses out the Can fire. Can I do like, and... a, like, a, like a spin? I do sure, you do a spin. I want to do this. You do a little little spin. Um, so, Considering he started this mess. You all have successfully put the fire out. And um, as you all are kind of standing around looking at the situation, you see the gnome walk up and he says, okay, um, that damaged, at this point you begin a, a descent because there's holes in the balloon and everything else and you have begun to crest down into these woods where uh. you've seen the creatures and everything and the gnome just says, I think we're going to, uh, uh, we we're uh, quick. Quick detour. He's trying to to calm you all without panic when he's obviously panicked. Uh, do you guys have any extra canvas? Uh, we have bed sheets. Uh, and maybe just we need we need to do some repairs when we land. Well, um, screw we landing. Just, uh, <laughs> Where are they? <laughs> uh, down down in the and he kind of points down there. There is kind of like I should have described that. There's like a sleeping quarters pretty much. They've got you know in the ships how they have hammocks and everything. I'm, I'm okay. going to help Rizzo fix it. Okay, yeah. so you guys go ahead and go below and you see quite a few, there's enough sheets for the four of you are bedding so like a sheet and a blanket for each one of you as well as the crew and that is where we're going to go ahead and call it for the night and we will see if we manage to repair or if we're going to have to go into an emergency landing and fix it on the ground so thank you very much everybody for joining us on this episode of check for traps it was an exciting one appreciate you we'll see you next week Bye-bye. bye bye bye